The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with co-host Denise Dirks and Todd Cunin behind the glass that's hermetically sealed and we cannot hear other than through our mics is Cal Hunter, our producer. If you missed hour number one and hour number two, you must go back to www.radiolawtalk.com, give it a few days, and we will have the podcasts on on, uh, our website and uh, the most interesting discussions you you just got to go talk go follow our one and two how anyone will ever lo- not follow us for the solid 3 hours of entertainment fun uh, you know sometimes uh, we're going to put out something that's logical or that's helpful or that's interesting <laughs> occasionally but the controversial stuff we talked about in hour 1 and 2 is interesting. It's uh, like the cliche goes, Fred. If you miss an hour, you miss a lot. That's exactly. So don't right. miss any of it. Get us on the, exactly on the right. on the uh, website. Yeah. yeah, call us at eight five five Law Radio or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. A lot of you listen to it later on if it's if the Radio Law Talk is replayed. But have a merry Christmas, those of you who are Christian and, and follow that and uh, uh, appreciate uh, you listening to us. We're going to talk about Bill Cosby. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Rick Gates. We're going to talk about um, an interesting reporter that shows up to court and what happens when this reporter shows up to court. They allege he's from Fox News. Uh, we, that There's been no response from Fox News, whether he was a Fox News reporter, but when he shows up to court... It's going to be interesting what happens when he shows up to court. Uh, we also have Case or No Case, which is uh, going to be a festive one we're going to talk about this time. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law, seek local counsel. Do, we're not giving legal advice. And remember, everything we talk about here, or almost everything, is allegations. We're talking about allegations. You know, uh, uh, We're following things. This person says one thing. This person says another. I'm going off on this because it's important to note. Those of you say, hey, well, you said this or that. Well, that's what the other side is saying, and we're going to argue both sides. So with that, Cal, let's roll the most important part of Radio Law Talk. That's case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! All right. Well, Christmas is almost here, and as Fred said, we wish all of you the very merriest of Christmases and happiest, happiest of holidays, whatever it is you observe. We we hope it's a good festive time for you. In August, Zach Ward. You know who Zach Ward is? No. Zach Ward is Farkas. What? Who's that? Farkas. The kid who was the bully in That's Christmas right. Story, Jack oh, Ward, yeah. Farkas, he sued the Warner Brothers Studio. He said his likeness, likeness, pardon me, was misappropriated in the sale of figurines depicting a scene from the movie, and he wants his royalties and his money like pronto now, just in time so he won't miss the big sale at Walmart. Ward was 12 years old when he played Farkas, best remembered as the bully who threw snowballs and got his comeuppance when Ralphie bloodied his nose. Remember that funny scene? Unlike the other actors in the film, Farkas said he was the only one whose contract didn't contain a writer that would allow the production company to use his image and likeness in consumers' merchandise. But he saw a display that showed a kid in the hat that Farkas wore 
getting ready to throw a snowball in a little figurine diorama, you know, that they sold for Christmas Story. And he said, that's it. So he was on the phone pronto and said, I want my money. And remember, the Walmart sale ends tonight. Send me a check. So I offer you (laughs) to one of the most famous Christmas movies of all time and ask you, ladies and gentlemen, case or no case. And since he's involved in the theatrical industry, I'm going to ask Mr. Ashbourne, Mark Ashbourne. I've already gone first. Uh, It's my my turn. turn. I'm sorry. I don't don't want to. I just thought it'd be funny. I don't want to be honest on this thing, but I have to be Uh, honest. My conscience is telling me it's my turn. Mr. Penny, case or no case? I do not want to be first on this one. (laughs) Okay. Can I ask a question real quick? What was it that he saw on the kid? That made him think his likeness was depicting taken. the scene in the film in which he was the uh, the pro uh, protagonist throwing a snowball at Ralphie. Right, and but it, even though it doesn't look exactly like him, the likeness is such that that is him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers said it's a generic face, dude. What do you want from us? Okay, go ahead. I, you know what, I, you know, I'm on the kid's side just because, you know what. Uh, and the fact that his contract, again, this goes into contract law. We'd have to see what the contract says. Uh, but if he, if there actually is, uh, he did not have anything in his contract. He's the only one that did not contain the writer that allowed them to use his likeness. So they go ahead and use everything except his exact face. Uh, I think that is a breach of contract. I'm going to go, you know what? Oh, man, this is a tough one. Because it's just, what are you doing with us here? That lawsuit. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I can't. It's hard for me to decide. Okay, so the answer is, uh, is this a case? No. It's it's a scenario, but not a case. They're going ahead. They're selling them right now. Cal saw it in the store and thought, this is really cool. Hey, that looks a little bit like him. But this is a scenario and not a case. All right, Mr. Kunin, Mr. Penny started. So you're next. Case or no case? Who's got more points, Fred or Denise? As of today, Fred has three, Denise has two, and you have two. Uh, no, hello? Denise has as none. As of today. I'm talking about as Denise oh, today just only. Today. Oh, I got two. Did you get two? Okay. okay. Uh, today only's points. I'm just going to give you today's points. So you, you want the count? I it's want the count. 27. Me. 23. Denise. 20. Fred. Okay. And Fred, you said what? No case. It's a scenario, but no case, even though it's a really cool story. That was funny, Todd. Fred, say what? <laughs> Fred, say what? I'm going to agree with Fred. No case. No, it's, a it's a story. It's a scenario, but it's no case. No case. So you're agreeing whole cloth. Cal yes. saw it in Walmart, was almost ready to buy the yes. figurines. And as soon as I said that, I looked at Cal, and he said, fudge. Only he didn't say fudge. <laughs> <laughs> For those that know the movie, know the reference. You know, I wished it was a case and that this kid won. But I have a feeling if it was a real case, he was going to lose. Why? Because it's not his likeness. And who owns the character himself? It's not him that owns it. It's going to be the, the you know the Warner Brothers, huh? Yeah, the Warner Brothers that owns it. Eight five five Law Radio. If you want to help Denise and tell her what you think. Yes, I'm going to say, just to have a little fun with it. I don't care if I win or not. I'm, I'm not that competitive. Well, no, Denise, you can't lie around Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that competitive. Oh my gosh! That's like a cat saying, "I do not yowl." <laughs> I'm gonna say case, and he loses. 
Good one, Denise. All right. Good, good one. one, Denise. Yeah. Good answer. Good, good, one, good. good. Well, uh, I'm really glad that, you know, we've, we've come to a consensus on this case because, you know me, I love this. I love this state stuff. Now i got to get back to my phone just locked up from distance. Okay, so here's the actual story. For those of you who say it was not a case, Uh-oh. that would be Fred and Todd. Oh, bummer. Oh, Denise! Oh, bummer. Oh, I, I just want to point out the raised hand and yes from the person from, from the non-competitive who not, person. just said I'm not competitive. Hilarious. Yeah. Hey, there's no not compete oh, in my she, class. She just, she just took up her notes and threw them down in Todd's face. Anyway. Oh, man. Case is a fact, and the parties found a way to start the new year in peace. According to court documents, the lawsuit was dismissed on a mutual agreement and one thing that indicated a settlement is each side agreed to pay their own legal fees so out of court settlement i believe he got some dough on the deal we don't know how much but that ladies and gentlemen is your christmas story nice or no case and i got one because i lost you got one yes right you're the only person on that one who got any pointage (laughs) at all well we come back we're going to talk about rick gates we're going to talk about uh interesting case in uh Bill Cosby. We're going to talk about a reporter that uh, brings interesting things into court. We'll be back. Cal, take us out. All right, I will. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk. We have much more right here up until the top of the hour. So if you stay there, we'll stay right here and invite you to resume Radio Law Talk after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack. Pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to. Don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash a hundred feet of cloth. Washing your car at the quick quack car wash. 
Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick, whack them, spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy, looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked a quick, whack. Car wash it on the web and go to DontDriveDirty.com and see where you got your closest quick, whack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road, come visit the dock at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Quack Quack. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Is this real life? You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Back to Radio Law Talk, where everybody listens to it that we know of, at least everybody that we think, including judges, lawyers, prosecutors, uh, public defenders. I think everybody listens to us. Now, I can't guarantee that, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm thinking even the judges are sitting here listening to us right now. What do you think? God, they're objecting. That's probably true. <laughs> right. Wait, the I can't wait until he comes in my court. If a judge were to call or were to send an objection saying that I don't listen to you, that well, the evidence that they even knew to object would undermine the claim. Wouldn't that be great if you sit there someday and you're in court or someone texts you and goes, you know what, this judge didn't mention you, but it sounded just like your argument on Radio Law Talk. I'd be laughing my heart out. I would just be laughing. That would be so funny. <laughs> we got anyway. Let's talk about Rick Gates. And before we do that, Denise, you want to talk about Kate Goslin? We didn't say what, but we're, this is speed dating. But we call Are it speed. Are you serious? Yes, we're talking about speed uh, law issues. And Kate Goslin, tell us about what's going on with Kate Goslin, which is the one that had all the kids. What was yeah, it called? It, it used to be called John and Kate plus eight. That's right, John and, and Kate plus eight. And that was where um, um, uh, two parents had all these kids, tons of kids, but there were eight that were born at the same time. And they were on a um, TLC show, mm-hmm. and it was a very popular show. Well, John and Kate got divorced, and in the pendency of the divorce, Kate got most of the kids. In fact, she got all of the kids, and John did not. And she tried to continue with the TLC show um, called Kate Plus Eight. 
And John went into family law court, and he actually showed how it was not in the best interest of these children to be on film, that it was uh, tiring for them, and it had other consequences that were against their welfare. So we got a court order that said that she could not put the kids on film unless she had his consent and permission to do so. And she had to give notice of it and give a detail as to what the filming was going to be about. Well, Kate violates the family law order. And, what you happens? Know, what does she do? She she violates it by her and her um, kids. Uh, no, the TLC putting the kid, filming the kids without giving the required notices that she was supposed to and getting the required consent that she was supposed to. And on top of that, the TLC did not get the proper work permits for the kids. Oh, so that there right. was a violation of the work permitting laws for minor children as well. So what the family law court did was held her in contempt of court. That means wow. finding her specifically violating a known order that she could have um, honored. And, and they held her in contempt. And now he has to give written consent. And he, he, the husband. Yeah, the husband, John, uh, gets to give written consent. And I did not get out of this yet how much she's been fined. But I, oh, yes, I do. She was fined $1,500 in legal fees. Um, she had to pay to John Goslin's attorney. But it didn't look like she got fined with any time. In, in family court or any court, when you're in contempt of court, for each count of contempt that you're found guilty of you can be sentenced to one day in jail for each count and the whole point about contempt when you're doing it in this context it should not be beyond a year of jail time it should be under a year because it's a misdemeanor offense for the most part isn't it like in liar liar i find you in contempt of court. i find myself in contempt yeah. Is that what he said? Is that what they said? Well, she didn't yeah. say that. Oh. <laughs> she didn't say anything about oh. that. In fact, there hasn't been a lot of comment by her or TLC. So, um, but okay. John said, I've heard nothing from TLC, and I really just want my kids to get off television, period. Well, he really believes that it's not he, in their best And I want interest. to say, kids, if it goes in the kids' trust fund and, and they, they get it later on in life, maybe it is. It will help them. I don't know. Go ahead, Cal. Well, I was going to say, uh, there's there's another cynical way to look at that, which, of course, would be my way. You can't do this without <laughs> my permission. Translation, uh, I'd like a little vig. I'd like a little taste off the top if you get paid to get those kids on TV. <laughs> Cal's got his like fingers rubbing it. I'd like a cut. Yeah, give me a I mean, little it, bit of that. It is possible, is it not? I mean, heck, well, she can't do it without his okay. Sure, they could pay him. I, yeah. I suppose that's it. But that's not really what this is well, about. Well, it, it could be. Well, you don't know. Partially. We don't know. Well, it yeah. was so serious that they did appoint the children a guardian ad litem. Wow. Mm. Well, so well, one of that's the, pretty serious. And one of the things here is that the fact that they put them on and that TLC did not get the work permits for the kids. Right. And that that didn't happen. Now, look. The, that's going to cause issues up the chain, not just with Kate Goslin, but with the production company as well. Because regardless of what mom says, if mom says, oh, they have my permission, whether they do or don't, the work permit process arguably is how a company gets protected against disputes like this. Because for the permit to issue, you've got to have... Any orders that are reviewed made part of the work permit process so that the work permit can issue. And if if TLC didn't require it, they essentially sanctioned cutting John out of the mix. And that's a problem. 
That's a huge problem, and, not and only with the Screen Actors Guild, but with, with, with everything and the sanctions. Sanctioned and, for a violation of order Yeah. as well. Maybe they also said, uh, we're going to skirt around some of the work rules, so we're not going to worry about a work permit. That's just silly. Yeah. This is a reality show. It's gone 24 hours a day. I and mean, the, it could be something like and that. And the right, ridiculous yeah. thing about all of it is the cynic in me. Yeah. A lot of times when no. they, a lot of times <laughs> when you skirt issues, it's under the nobody will ever know. Right. Well, how the heck could you think that on a show that's going to end up on TV? Hello. <laughs> and you have to also realize that these parents hold joint legal custody of their children. And when you hold joint legal custody of your children, you're the one that has the ability, the parents together, to give consent, to give authority for them to be filled, filmed, to give them authority to change their, their schooling, to to you know decide their medical, their health, their traveling. All of those are legal decisions. And when the parents hold joint legal it's a violation of the other parents joint legal custody to make those decisions unilaterally okay we're going to blow through a bunch of other things coming up including rick gates a fox reporter and that's uh, bill cosby uh we even we've got to talk about the homeless there's a supreme court case that came down talking about the homeless there's a lot of things we want to get through and then the best part the end of the third hour we're going to do a quick takes after this This is Radio Law Talk, available on your favorite radio station and always on radiolawtalk.com. Just click listen to the show. All the archive segments are all right there for your enjoyment. Thanks for doing that. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 
800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. If you are trying to quit... Tr- that is Armadillo. Stop whining. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. So our former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and California and now a criminal defense lawyer, uh, Todd Cunin, is going to talk about this Rick Gates uh, sentenced to 45 days. Rick Gates, if you remember, is uh, the Trump campaign aide uh, and kind of one of the first guys to uh, be, uh, you know, basically brought forth. And he basically was turned state's evidence and, and became their one of their key witnesses in the in these in all these different cases in the Mueller report. Absolutely. Investigation, the Mueller investigation. So Rick Gates was the business partner, pretty much, of Paul Manafort, a name that we have talked about a lot here. They were charged jointly with almost in almost all of the same counts, the same indictment, the uh, the indictment that ended up landing. Manafort in prison for what six, years? six years, eight years, whatever it is. And Gates was listed in the same indictment. The difference between the two is that while Manafort chose to fight the indictment the entire time, Gates, four months after being indicted, entered into a cooperation agreement, entered a plea, and then cooperated with the feds subsequent to that, so that when his sentencing came around this last week, even though Manafort got six to eight years, the prosecution, in addition to the defense, filed a motion asking the court to deviate from the federal sentencing guidelines downward, and Gates ended up getting 45 days, and he could do it on weekends. So, you know, for the next 45 weekends, he's right. going to be going in. But this was the level of cooperation that he provided, and they put this in their report. On 50 different occasions, Gates met with prosecutors and investigators over a wide range of things to give additional information. He voluntarily turned over his cell phone, computer, electronic devices to be thoroughly searched for information that would help them in the Manafort investigation and prosecution. Significantly, if you recall, Manafort pled, entered an agreement, and then was charged with violating that agreement later on. They said that he had engaged in conduct that violated that cooperation agreement. Gates was the source of the information, according to the sentencing report, of that violation that allowed the feds to continue to go after Paul Manafort. So Gates ends up getting 45 days where Manafort got eight years. Big difference when and, you cooperate, he, huh? Yeah, huge difference when you cooperate. I, I think, personally speaking, I think that the light sentence and the argument by the prosecutors recommending a light sentence for Gates, in my opinion, undermines the heavy-handed sentence passed down or sought in Manafort for this reason. If somebody is, say, prosecuted for murder and they have a co-defendant for murder that was doing the same crime with them and the co-defendant turns and provides evidence against the principal, that person doesn't usually end up with a sentence along the lines of, you know, a couple days in jail or whatever, or, a, you know, we're just going to charge you with battery, even though what you did was murder. We're, we're going to lower it to that because you cooperated. I think that cooperation can get you something better. I have no problem with getting you a better deal, 
But when it goes that's from, scary though. But when that's it goes scary. from eight years all the way down to forty-five days, it raises in my mind the concern. Okay, how serious was the underlying crime? Because if the underlying crime was serious enough to warrant eight years, then your deal. I could see it getting cut in half. I could see it doing that. But to get forty-five days on weekends, I don't know that that makes their that helps their argument that the original crime was as serious as they put it out to be. But you're forgetting that a lot of times the person that's cooperating gets an immunity deal where they're actually immune from prosecution and they may never serve any time at all. It depends on the crime. And this was a white collar crime um, and there were victims, but the victims were probably big institutions and that sort of thing. Um, arguably even, you know, the U.S. government was a victim, depending on which crime you're looking at. One of the interesting things, though, about the Manafort was that he did then enter into a plea agreement, and he violated that plea agreement. And it was Rick Gates that helped to determine that he had violated that. So not only did Rick Gates help with the, the a, a lot of the indictments that came down and give information that um, allowed for those indictments to come down, but he continued to cooperate even when Manafort allegedly was cooperating. I, I, I look at it this way. In sentencing, you start out with the severity of the crime. Putting aside any other factor, how bad is this crime and what is it worth? And then you start lopping off time based upon things that they do. And my point is, um, I think that they may have started off a much higher. And the fact that Gates only got 45 days for what he provided. It was great. Yeah, but he had it's to pay. He had to pay, too. He got um, three years probation, 300 hours of community service, and he has to pay $20,000. I know, but eight years for Manafort and his health is pretty much but, a life sentence. But Manafort did really bad things. He did the same things that Gates was accused well, of. Well, not necessarily. No, he was charged in the exact same document. They were charged identically. There were two different cases. There was one in the state of Virginia, and there was one in the state of, or in D.C. The bulk of the Manafort sentence was based on this case. All right, yes, let's move but, on. This is boring to me. I'm bored. If I'm bored, so is our, wait, our listeners. Two <laughs> different know, judges? Maybe. maybe could that be a factor? Yeah, could be. Yeah, could and then be. really quick. But, but the yeah, other thing is yeah, with Manafort. Really quick. Yeah, Manafort. Manafort and, and at the time he was convicted, New York State was really worried that Trump was going to come in and pardon him. And so they decided to prosecute Manafort right. on the state level for the same conduct. Right. And they based that on a Supreme Court decision this summer saying that you can do that because the feds are different than the state. It's two different offenses. But it's not double jeopardy. It, but guess what? But the New York State Court judge this last week held that that might be true for double jeopardy on a federal level. It might be true in any other state in the union. But in New York, we have this law. It's a state law that says, essentially, if someone's prosecuted for this conduct on the federal level, you can't bring a state court case against him. So it was dismissed. That will be appealed. That's going to be appealed. That's interesting. And then so, therefore, Trump might be able to, if it goes to the Supreme Court and it's upheld in in New York, then Trump may be able to uh, pardon pardon Manafort. That's right. Exactly right. We'll see. Interesting. Yeah. Only on Radio Law Talk, right? That's right. Uh, there was also a nuance in that case that so was super important that had to do with the fact that um, uh, Manfort pled to the D.C. case, and part of that plea, the ones that were the hung jury in the other state case, they were put into that plea. That's right. And so that became to where there could be no exception to the double jeopardy law in New York because he had pled, and that that state, the other part of the hung jury case, was put with the D.C. case. What, what, what kind of jury? 
Anyway, I just I just love watching go. Denise turn red every time she has to say that. Guess what? Yes, what? So when you go to in the courtroom, you better check your pockets because you know what? A Sprint T-Mobile bench trial, which is nothing major. A, a reporter rolls in. He's opening, lifting his, taking things out of his pockets to come through, and sure enough, what falls out? A glass pipe in his pocket with paraphernalia. Uh, so uh, I guess the moral of the story is don't go in there with your paraphernalia. He even admits, he says, yeah, yeah, I admit it. It's my pipe and it's got paraphernalia in him. They hand him a citation, kick him out of the court and said, don't do this again. And by the way, we looked this individual up. This guy, he works apparently right now for Fox Business, but was a former CNN you know, MSNBC. reporter. MSNBC. MSNBC. He had an excuse. He said, I just came back from a Bernie Sanders rally, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Bernie Man, too. I was going to, too. <laughs> Bernie Sanders and Bernie Man. Oh, just, my just gosh. Just really, really quickly, in most jurisdictions, <laughs> the severity for being in possession of drug paraphernalia, which a meth pipe is, it's treated it as a misdemeanor. It was a meth pipe? Yeah. It was, yes. it was It was alleged to be a meth pipe. Well, I guess you could, and, you could smell it or whatever and figure yeah, out what they, was in they, it. They have a pretty distinctive, their glass, they have a pretty distinctive appearance as opposed to marijuana pipes or other types. Um, it usually it's misdemeanor treatment. The, the 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 moral of the story is be careful when you're going through the court to see what check your pockets was in it. Just like Fred Penny has to be careful when he goes through those dang metal detectors going on the airport and bringing your little five year old four and a half year old son with you, who happened to put in his cute little Barney bag. His, his two pistols that were metal oh and God. his holster as they go. slid it through. <laughs> I will never forget that. My cute little, sweet little, almost five-year-old boy sitting there with, I think it was Barney. It was a little Barney bag. And and they stopped us and the amount of police and people that came around us. I'm looking at this cute little boy. And they say, is this yours, is this yours sir? I said, well, it's my son's bag, yeah. And, yeah. and he packed his own bag. My son packed his own bag. I let him pack his own bag. And they open up and pull out. And it's not the plastic ones. It's the, like the metal ones. Oh, sure. And, and I started laughing. And they didn't appreciate that. And my son, the look on his I think they just look at my son and said, that is the cutest little boy. And he's like, look at us like, what? 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 And be careful what you say going through those magics. Because before I said, hey, mom, did you hide the bomb? Oh. Oh, they took us apart. They yeah, ripped out no, all of our don't stuff. Don't ever do that. <laughs> no, all right, good, we'll yeah. be back. We got We're gonna wrap this thing up, including uh, our quick takes. Well, Join us later. Radio Law Talk's been the bomb so far. We'll continue with the last of the show right after this. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? 
I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General steel quality all at a price you can afford so don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great 800-617-9312 800-617-9312 that's 800-617-9312 Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny sexy just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash, a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash, get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road and come visit the dock. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. So we have been following Bill Cosby's case ad infinitum, uh, and he is primed basically and set for 
to go to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, there were some real issues in his trial that even us as radio law talk hosts did that. I always say the dog whistle thing, like what? And one of the couple of the things are, don't forget his first trial, it was a hung jury, which means they couldn't convict. And so they re uh, tried him again. And the second judge was the issue. And we'll, I, I don't have all the details in front of me between Todd, Denise, and I think we'll remember some of them, but generally speaking, here is the issue. The second judge in the second trial allowed more witnesses to come in to testify against him that they alleged that they were sexually assaulted by him, um, and that was one of the issues that they were appealing, though, that that, 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 that is not allowed due to the fact that, uh, I'm trying to, you're the criminal lawyer, what's it called, the... Uh, you can't have a people uh, corroborating evidence. Uh, uh, no evidence of prior bad acts. Prior bad acts. Yes. Yeah, prior bad acts. That was a big issue, and so. Oh my gosh! Bless I just you. I had to sneeze. <laughs> I, that was I'm just letting it go. So anyway, that was the one issue. So the prior bad acts they're letting too many because the first trial allowed a few people, but I believe it's five additional women were able to testify. So they're appealing that. The second issue was is whether or not the judge that was presiding over the second case had a conflict of interest. Why was there a conflict of interest? Okay, here's the issue, the second issue. The second issue comes when Bill Cosby was brought up on these charges. The first prosecutor in the district attorney's office agreed not to prosecute. Now, here's the key that the appellate court says. He agreed not to prosecute, but it was not on the court's docket or record. There was nothing put on the courts. He just said, basically, I'm not going to prosecute you. Is that the fault of Cosby's lawyers? I don't know, but did they not get it in writing and and file it with the court that they agreed to that? No, there was no filing. That's what the appellate court said. Hey, you have to put it basically in writing, and it has to be filed with the court. Right, and this is a Pennsylvania appellate court. That's exactly right. We're in Pennsylvania. And so that was that issue um, and because don't forget what happens is they agree not to prosecute and he's being and he's being at this time, Bill Cosby sued civilly. So he goes ahead <laughs> and allows his deposition to be taken in the civil case, which he should have pled the fifth and and some stuff he admitted to were not kind to him when it came to the criminal case. That was an issue that they're appealing also. And the final thing was the judge's, uh, whether or not the judge should have revealed some interesting things. And that was about the voting process and the prosecutor that stood up that testified, yes, we agreed not to prosecute him. The judge and that prosecutor had a little riff going and they didn't tell him. Remember there was something about one of, they ran against each other and the judge, yeah, this judge the was judge appointed. was running for um, AG, I mean, I mean, I mean prosecutor, prosecutor. The- for, for Eight, no, 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 not a dep- attorney general. A deputy or district attorney. District attorney. Yes, there we yes. go. Gosh. And he lost, the judge lost, to this individual. Right. But it came down that apparently something of the fact that he mentioned he was sleeping with one of the district attorneys. And there was this rift going between the two. Yes. So the judge failed to disclose his past animosity with um, the witness for right. Cosby, right. who was the former prosecutor. That's right. right. And the judge also failed to disclose that he had a relig- uh, relationship with one of the former 
uh, district attorney employees, I think is what it was. Correct. And, and all of this had come out in the sense that the prosecu- former prosecutor and the judge were running for the same position as district attorney. And it was really nasty politics at and the, the former, time. And, the, and that, the other prosecutor that testified on behalf of uh, Cosby was the one that basically brought up the information, hey, you're having an affair Correct. with someone, which he believed helped made it so he lost right. the case. So, and then he was appointed a judge later right. on. Right. And so the district attorney or the district court said that Cosby waited too long to request the judge's recusal. It means to have the judge removed for cause. And that um, it, it, he basically lost the timing element on that. And the problem with that from Cosby's standpoint was I can only raise issues once I learn of them. And I didn't know about that right. in and the past when I should have raised it. Right. And either the judge belongs or he doesn't. So what does the timing have and to do with that? And did the Gerardo? judge right. err in not on his own admission, on his own cognizance, that's... bring this information up and say, I may have a conflict here. And that's what I've said all along. I can't believe they're not overturning this case because of, of that, that reason alone. alone. Regardless yeah. of when Cosby knew about it, the judge knew about it from day one. Right. The that's judge right. knew about it the minute that proposed agreement of non-prosecution and agreement was presented to him as part of the motion and who was going to testify? And who was going to testify? He could have looked at that and said, I have a duty, and he didn't. And he has a duty to recuse himself in yes. this. I don't think he has just a duty to disclose. I think it goes far beyond that because there is an appearance of impropriety uh, by this judge and that, you know, that he personally knows it has animosity against a witness. That's That goes beyond just a regular duty because there's a potential problem here. It, there's an actual yeah. problem. So I think, well, one thing we know for sure, Cosby's going to appeal it to the Supreme Court of the state of Pennsylvania, and we're going to track it. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. The prior bad acts evidence is sort of a... You're danged if you do, danged if you don't with regard to that one. In Pennsylvania, you can introduce prior bad acts only if you can show that it demonstrates a common motive, common intent, common modus operandi. This is the way he goes about doing it. You can't just introduce evidence to say, well, you know, he did this, so he probably then, so he probably did it now. Well, the argument, if they hadn't let in more, for Cosby would have been, well, if you only let in one, how does that show common motive? Because if it happens one time, that's not a pattern, it's not motive, it doesn't show intent. So the judge is going to say, and the prosecutor is going to say, well, yeah, we had to get more in so that we could show the pattern of misbehavior, that that's how he goes about doing things, so that the statute would apply. And now Cosby's arguing, yeah, but by letting in too much, it's prejudicial. So that prior bad acts is a really sticky wicket wherever. Not so much in California on sex crimes, because we have a different law, but um, it's really tough. I'll be curious to see what they do with that one. All right, that was uh, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. We're blowing through all this stuff. Supreme Court lets stand a ruling that protects the homeless people who sleep on the sidewalk. This has always been an issue in many cities and counties. Is what do you do with a cow? You want? I was just going to say, Clint. Remember Clint, the songwriter. Would yeah. Like yes. Clint, what, what, so here he is. Clint all right. Is all right. Give me the words. Telephone. Let me write it down. Go ahead, Clint. Once my song. Let's see. If, let's make sure I can. Okay. Well, let, let, let's do this. Yeah. Those of you who are here in the third hour, remember, hour number one, Fred Penny, myself, was trying to find or figure out a a good, what? Gift. A good gift for my wife for Christmas. We haven't figured it out. Uh, I'm going to re-gift one of cows, but 
But uh, uh, oh, is it Cliff or Clint? Clint. 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 With a G, with a G, Glenn. Oh, Glenn. 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 All right. Glenn with a G, like Glenn Campbell. Yeah. We're gonna call it like Glenn and, Campbell. And I've got oh, Glenn's phone number. No. You guys listen, it's G L I N T. Glint. Glint. Okay. Glint. Like Why did the, you make it so difficult for us? Like the glint in your eye. <laughs> All right. Like glint and gleam. Okay. All right, Glint. You found the song from my wife for me to give to her. Yeah. What's what's? Are you gonna sing it or are you just gonna give me the lyrics? Uh, I mean, if if. What I was trying to say is I want to show you how to write a song from your heart. So when you have... But I'm a lawyer. I have no heart. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. (laughs) That may be the problem. That may be the problem. That's why I wanted you to write it, Glint. That's why I wanted you to write it. I'll work on that. Give me a call. All right, right, Glint. got your number. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, see ya. Bye. (laughs) I I now have my quick take. (laughs) Oh! Thanks, Glenn, for calling. Glenn, that you made it difficult. I think about ten times we tried to figure his name out, but G L I N T. He's a country singer. Look him up. I guess Glenn is going to try to become famous. But he was a man of his word. He said he'd call back, and he did. We All right, let's that. do quick takes. Are we doing quick takes? It's time for us to do that exactly right now, and we're going to start with the lovely and talented Mr. Cunin. Todd, go okay. ahead. Okay, well, uh, based on Fred's statement that lawyers have no hearts, I would just say this, that the reason we don't get bitten by mosquitoes and we don't have fear of vampires, professional courtesy. <laughs> Sharks, too. Denise, go ahead. Your quick take, if you please. In today's world, world words matter. You are, it doesn't matter if you're a defendant, plaintiff, or a judge. Temper your language, folks. Words are offensive, sanctionable, and even unlawful. Words matter. I'll remember that when I'm driving home. Mr. Penny. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Show some love out there. When someone turns their blinker on, let them in. Attaboy. Merry Christmas. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks for being here with us for Radio Law Talk. See you next time. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Hello, this is Wayne Allen Root, relentless conservative warrior, middle-class warrior, and always Trump warrior. I have a message for my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president in my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build a wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation of world history ever blessed by God. That's why I founded the Root for the Wall Pack. 63 million Trump voters together will raise the money President Trump needs for the wall. Anyone who donates $100 or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick. Display it proudly. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. That's toll-free, 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. We will build this wall together. Call 844-ROOT-WALL or go to rootwall.com. Root for the Wall Pack. Pay for it. Responsible for the content of this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Rootwall.com.